0: Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Again, again, again. What in the love I'm sorry for you First and foremost, welcome to another episode of The Sportsman I'm very sorry to start the the episode off like this We just literally, we were recording for the last 40 minutes almost Oh my god And Ticket just told me, Cutsy, I'm so sorry This has not been recording So this is the way that we're starting off the episode Sorry folks that it's coming to you late this week Sorry folks that it's starting off unorthodox But my god we just went, I mean, we just dove into like, we were almost- That was the, one of our best episodes of all time. Well, now we got to duplicate it. I here. mean, we've been traveling. I'm gassed,
1: man. I mean, come on, How man. do we, you we not
0: record a- the fucking episode, dude? Let's- oh, man. <laughs> all right. Well, we got a show to do, so we're going to fucking do it. Um, What we said earlier, which I thought was being recorded, is first and foremost- welcome back to the sportsman we're here with another episode um we were traveling this week we went down to dallas to work with bryson DeChambeau, one of the best golfers love him or hate him in the world of golf we got back so we weren't able to put this out on the friday we are getting this episode out to you this week even though we're gonna have to basically redo it now but that being said neither here nor there thanks for tuning in we love our 400 faithful um ticket um, I'm, we're not going to focus too much on Dallas because we're going to try to jump right into this. But for those of you who who follow us or follow Bob to Sports, just an awesome, awesome couple days in Dallas. Um, yeah. we got to connect with Bryson. Um, this guy is, you know, this guy is truly like one of the most passionate individuals that I have ever witnessed when it comes to the sport of golf. He just loves the game so much. Like I said, love him or hate him, you have to respect him. The guy is a multiple time winner won the U S open and to watch this guy hit a golf ball is truly one of the most, it's one of the more, more jaw dropping, just awe inspiring things I've seen in a long time. This guy puts it on a rope and puts it deep, and um, so, yeah, so we filmed a couple episodes with him. That's going to be a lot of fun. I just got, I got to cut you off
1: for a minute. I got to commend you for jumping right back into the episode. Cause I know people, if, if you don't know, Cutsy's very angry with me right now and he's got every right to be, but I, I'm delirious from the traveling and I'm fucking laughing my ass off. And I'm pissed at myself because I'm sweating my ass off in Cutsy's living room right now.
0: You're sweating <laughs> your ass off. You have a <laughs> 62 degree air blow. No, I had
1: to turn it off. I had to turn it off because uh, it was too loud for the mic. So anyway, I gotta commend the guy. He's very angry with me. He has every right to be, and uh, we're gonna do the best show we can. But I, I totally fucked up. It was it was a great episode. But we jumping were back, really it, rolling, we were really hitting here. our stride. We I'm really gonna, we're rolling. We're gonna jump into this cool segment that we have that we got halfway through. But I do quickly want to say about Bryson, and I actually did say this the first time. I didn't focus on to watch this guy hit a golf ball and he had uh, a long driver out there as well with him. These got very close friends with these guys. Excellent. Martin mm. Borgmeyer. Yeah. To, to watch the two of them scorch a ball on up to the night. These guys could hit the uh, top of the empire. Stupid. State, yeah, state it was unbelievable. It was a great trip. It was my first trip with Bob does sports. It was, it was an awesome time. And um yeah. So let's do you want to jump back into the segment and sort of yeah, make this the focal point of the show? Yeah.
0: So what I was saying is is, you know, <laughs> right now we are in the midst of, you know, a very difficult time to really get the sports going. I mean, there's really not much that we have at our, you know, at our fingertips right now. We are, you know, we had our first Hall of Fame football game. We got a little taste, just a little taste of what is around the corner and it's exciting to us because you know once football starts you got college football you got hockey you got you know basketball and 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 this baseball can just be done i feel like i've never i've never had more time to watch sports and never been more disappointed that there's no sports on to watch that is probably why it's been so painful and suffering for me but that being said last week we did a little deep dive into fantasy football because I thought it would be cool because right in about now is the time that everybody's going to start, you know, drafting their teams and picking their players and getting ready for the, you know, for the fantasy football season to start. So I got a lot of good feedback. I thought it was a really good segment. And I think, like, while we don't really have a ton to talk about right now, it's probably one of the main things that I want to start focusing on up until football starts. So we have a fun little segment that we're going to do today where we basically, me and Tick, are going to give – our top three different um, we're going to give three different uh, categories. So the first one's going to be like your fantasy darling of the year. So like the guy that you need to have on your team, Um, just, just like the guy who's going to crush it. He's going to be one of the best, if not the best player in fantasy football. Second is going to be, you know, the bust of the year, who is going to really regress and drop the ball. And then finally, Lastly, we're going to do the sleeper breakout player of the year. Someone who we think in our minds could really get you to potentially get over the hump and win a fantasy football championship. So we did this the first time. I thought it was really cool. We're going to do it again here because it wasn't recording again. But we're going to start off with you, Ticket. I want you to give Mm me your 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 guy from a fantasy darling perspective who is your guy who you think can captivate the league this year and really potentially take off and be the guy the best fantasy football player in the league
1: uh player of the year i went outside of the box here i went you know it's it's easy to go with your, your patrick mahomes your jonathan taylors yeah i wanted to give the folks a guy who i really think could be the top player of the year this year. He's got all the talent in the world, and that's Lamar Jackson. Okay, let me tell you why, people. Because there's a lot of people at home who are going to say oh, this is, you know, this, is really,
0: uh, this is really this is really outside
1: of the box. A lot of people going to say it's a cold tech. Uh, he is motivated by money this year. I mean, it really comes down to that, folks. This whole player negotiation thing with the Ravens that has absolutely fallen apart. I mean, they've dropped the ball. I mean, this guy is an insane talent. And he's got guys like Mark Andrews, probably one of the best tight ends in the league, Uh, DuVernay, Rashad Bateman. I like these guys all joking aside. He's getting J.K. Dobbins back. That's going to take a lot of pressure off him. And I mean, this guy's got a lot to play for. I was telling him before we were recording that, uh, I mean, if he plays good this year or if he plays great this year, that could decide tens of millions of dollars in this next contract he signs whether it is with the Ravens or if he goes somewhere else. I mean this year is a lot of what people look at. It's a contract year and I think that is going to motivate the hell out of Lamar Jackson. I think that's going to motivate his you know the people around him to really motivate him to get him going, his family, his agents, you know, this is a big deal. And I think he's we're going to see the best season we've seen out of this man and we're talking about a guy who's already been the MVP of the league. So I think the player of the year is very well, could be Lamar Jackson. I heard it once. I heard
0: it again. It still sounds crazy to me. Now, here, here's, here, here's my take on it. First of, and foremost, I, and I got to tell you, I tip my cap for you not going with the easy pick. You could have gone with Jonathan Taylor. You could have gone with, you know, a bunch of these guys. To, to take Lamar Jackson uh, is, is really going out there and putting yourself on the ledge and I commend it, and I think it's 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 a commendable play. Um, my issue with it is just is, dude. This guy, there's no question he can dominate the year, and he can be the best player. But he has major, major inconsistency issues. And every week, it's like one week you don't know what what Lamar you're getting. One week he's just like unbelievable and unbeatable, and just he's just throwing touchdown passes and running him in, and just so good. And then the next week, it's like it's like he just hit a roadblock and he just cannot figure it out and he cannot adapt and overcome, you know, what the defense is throwing at him. So for me, in order for this to happen, he needs to really work on trying to just carry momentum game to game. Um, and, and, and I also think he, sometimes he tries to run first too much. He's got a good arm. I think he's got to focus on being a pass first quarterback yeah. and use his legs when necessary, you know, unless it's a drawn up, you know, run play for him I think he needs to focus on really establishing his arm and then you know hopefully things will open up for him and he can go from there but there's no question
1: Dobbins can stay healthy this year man I mean this will be the first time he has a legitimate running back and maybe he won't be so quick to run with the ball and stay in the pocket more I think it's going to play a factor in that We'll see. I mean, we'll see. That's not an easy division
0: either. That's not an easy division for him, you know.
1: Um, yeah, but this is a former MVP. I mean, like you said, we, he's got the talent. He's got the talent and now he's got the motivation. I mean, if he didn't before, I don't know why he didn't. If he's a football I mean, he's player, going he should two, have that. What, but four, now he certainly does.
0: In four games, he's going up against Miles Garrett and J.J. Watt. um, Or T.J. Watt, T.J. sorry. Watt. Yeah, T.J. T.J. Yeah. Watt. I mean, those are two of the best, if not the best defensive players in the league. And 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 those teams, I mean, th- those division games are are so tough. Like there's so much defense, and I, I mean, I I commend the pick. Like I said, you're going outside the box. Now I'm not going to go outside the box. I am going to stick with the pick. When we ran this the first time, I tried to do something crazy and go with somebody else, but I thought about <laughs> you're it's crazy.
1: Switch it up.
0: I'm switching it up, and I'm oh. going with my guy Josh Allen <laughs> to be the best player in the NFL this year. Listen, I I, oh, I, I yeah, I've got to be true to myself. This is a guy that I I not only do I believe is good I know is good and I've spent time with and I've talked with and I've grown and developed a friendship with. This guy wants to win a Super Bowl and he wants to do it now. I think he is going to be more determined this year than you're ever going to see him before. I think he's going to dominate He had a great season early on last year, kind of regressed towards the end, if I'm not wrong. You and I both had him in our fantasy football. And I just think that this year is really the year for the Bills to do it. I I just, I feel Gabe Davis is going to instantly establish himself as one of the better secondary receivers in the league. I think he's got a ton of promise. I think seeing um, Devin Singletary, run like a fucking madman the last several weeks they got a new running or a rookie running back who's supposedly very good as well i feel very very good about this and i just think sometimes just keep it simple stupid you look and if he passes the eye test which he does that should be the pick josh allen is the guy to
1: go with yeah, no arguments there. I mean, I, I've said it once. I've said it a million times. Josh Allen to me is pound for pound the best and most talented quarterback in the league. I, I I, truly believe that. How can you go wrong with Josh Allen? Now, are you going to let the people in who you said the first time? No, we'll, we'll pass on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my little bit of
0: payback for the fact that you didn't press record. Is that? <sighs> that, that Trust that me, I'm pissed off, too. It we'll never good... see the light of day. Now, we're going to move on. To okay. our, next, our next big category, which is going to be, who is your bust of the year? Um, and when I say bust, I just want to make it very well clear. It's not like this guy is going to be the worst player in, in fantasy football. This is a guy who could still put up good numbers, but perhaps might be in the upper echelon in terms of receivers or quarterbacks or whatnot. So the expectations yielded for him are really, really high. And the return value of what you're going to get is much, much lower and much, you know, uh, it's not going to provide you with what you're looking when you're drafting these guys at a high level. Does that make sense to you, Tick?
1: Yeah, I expect not meeting expectations, you know, yes. being a first-round pick and performing like a fourth-round pick, something um, like that. So, yeah. yes. So my bust is going to be, I, like I said, I went very out of the box, but I'm going to stay in the box here, securely in the warm box, and I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill. I think that's a yeah, guy like that, that. A, a lot of people are going to take Tyreek Hill this year to be a bust, and I think it's for good reason. Two Stinks. Two is an absolute zero. <laughs> he is uh, I, I just don't like him. I think that team has everything they need to win a Super Bowl, minus a quarterback, which is pretty fucking important. And you know, I, I think Jalen Waddle's gonna also suffer this year. Ty- Tyreek. I know oh, well Jalen Waddle had a really good season last year. He had a great year. season last well. year. Yeah, but I mean t- two is just I, I don't see him getting better. I see him regressing as a quarterback. I don't believe in him. I don't think anyone believes in him. Or maybe two should be your bust. If he performs, if he performs well, well. But if we're talking expectations, no one yeah, should be expecting yeah, this true. fucking guy to be <laughs> Superman. Uh, Tyree Kill is a guy who we saw a little bit of regression last year. Even with um, Patrick Mahomes, one week they would be the classic Mahomes and Tyree Kill, and then they a couple weeks they just had a hard time connecting. I think so. We already saw a little regression. I think with this too. Uh, I think he's gonna be horrible. I think they're gonna have a hard time developing a connection. And I think he's – unless he runs slant routes all season long, which he definitely can do, and he's probably one of the best slant route runners, I, I just don't think he's going to meet anywhere near what he's been in the past. I think he used to be an easy first-round pick. And now, I mean, dude, you shouldn't even be picking this guy. If you can steal him in the fourth or fifth round, which ain't going to happen, but if for whatever reason you see him sitting there in the fourth or fifth He's not going to meet around in the fourth or get fifth Get him round. then. But, you know, There's this no guy's not, he's going to severely – fall under draft. I have a question for you, Ticket.
0: I have a question. Say that Tua starts out um, for the first four or five games and is severely just underperforming and they put in Teddy Bridgewater instead and he becomes a starter. Do you still dislike Tyreek as much playing with... Teddy as you do with Tua or would you just not touch him regardless?
1: I think his value goes back up with Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy Bridgewater is a much more. I've always liked Teddy. I thought he was going to have a great season with with Denver last year. I was wrong. I still think he's got something in there, but do I think it's going to jump so much that he's going to be the old Tyreek again? I mean, I think we've seen the best of Tyreek Hill already. I, I just think that was such a special connection, and now that it's gone, I think he's going to have a hard time ever reaching those heights again. I mean, I, I just, I just don't see it.
0: That's, I mean, listen, I think that's a, a really good pick overall, and just in the sense that, like, you know, even even like if you look at like a guy like Devonte Adams, when you go from a guy like Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah, I, and I think that's like you. You 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 look at this guy and you're like, this guy is unbelievable. He's making catches and stuff. You take sometimes for granted how good the quarterback who's throwing them the ball is. So like with Mahomes putting the ball where he's in full sprint right there in the breadbasket, or how many times we see Aaron Rodgers do that back shoulder fade ball to Devontae Adams where he turns around and virtually it's unguardable from the, from the corner and he just runs into the end zone. Like Derek Carr is not going to be able to do what, what Aaron yeah. Rodgers is. So naturally I think it's a good play. I think it's a good pick on your end because I would imagine you're definitely going to see regression right out of the gate. That being said, I think Tyreek is still ranked amongst the top 10 wide receivers in the league. So, you know, you're not going to get them at a cheap rate. So I, th- I think it's a very good pick. Okay.
1: All right. Yeah,
0: I do. Now, whatever I think you might disagree. And I think in this sense, you're really going to disagree with me because this is a bit of a vendetta that I have here. And <laughs> you know, it's, it's for those of you who know me, this is something that I've, I have disliked this young man. Well, you might, I wouldn't say he's young anymore, young at heart perhaps, but I've just this guy for a while. Um, just, I just don't like him, And, and you know, whatever the reason I'm just stubborn, I should probably have just gone off this high horse a long time ago, but I I'm looking at this and I'm not being biased. I'm just really looking at it. Like just this guy needs to stop honking over here. I'm really being just completely honest. And I, I think my bust of the year is Tom
1: Brady. (laughs) I mean, talk me through it. Walk me through this because I, I do not like it. I'll say that now. I don't like it. (laughs) Walk me through. Okay,
0: Okay. Well, there's several reasons. All right. The first First and foremost, okay, this guy was getting ready to retire. He was ready to go off and hang out with his family and be the old family man and all (laughs) this. And by the way, we saw that this guy couldn't fucking escape that out for more than a month and a half. This guy came crawling back to the league. He does not want to spend time with Giselle and his Fucking kids anyways so that's my first point is that he he was getting ready to retire so it already makes me question like how into the game is he how how dialed in is he going to be secondly all right he lost what you would arguably say and i think everybody would say his number one security blanket and number one insurance policy whenever the chips were down he'd look at this guy is rob gronkowski is gone So all those touchdowns, all those third-down conversions, all the times where he had nothing else and he got to to, to Gronk and Gronk's making spectacular catches, that's out of the wheelhouse. That doesn't exist. Next, I want to talk about the fact that his arguably next best receiver, well, maybe Mike Evans, but it's 1A, 1B, Chris Godwin – Had such a horrific injury at the end of this past year that he, I don't think he's going to be ready for a big portion of the season. And even when he comes back, who knows how well he's going to be able to adjust and come back and just fire right out of the gates. I think it was an Achilles or an ACL, it was a big, big injury. So that's the thing. And then finally, no more Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians is gone. Bruce Arians let tom brady do whatever the fuck he wanted he now gets a brand new coach todd bowles supposed to be this you know quarterback extraordinaire fucking you know this guy who sees the field very well you i i guarantee you he's going to want to have more control than bruce arians did and tom and him i don't know how well they're going to click i don't know how well he's going to like the new system i i just i feel like there's a lot of things coming up and by the way Tom had an unbelievable season last year. This guy at some point has to regress. What is he 45 now? I mean, fucking hell the guy's almost halfway to 90. I mean, this is insane that he's still been able to put these numbers up. He's not Benjamin button. At some point he's going to get hit. He's going to get his clock cleaned. I don't care. Some young guy's going to come and smash him from the blind side and he's going to be hurt or he's going to have like, it's going to happen. Okay. And people please prepare for it it's going to happen as sad as that sounds. I just really feel like Are you be-
1: predicting a Tom Brady injury?
0: <laughs> no, I don't want to be I don't want to be that scumbag. I don't want to do that. This guy is arguably as much as I, I dislike him I can I can tell yeah. when I'm wrong. I, he's clearly the best quarterback of all time. Right. Um and I'll give him those accolades and congratulations Tom you scumbag. Um but the bottom line is I just think that like he's still going to be you know one of the one of the higher tiered quarterbacks who are going to take be taken off the list and 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 to be quite honest i just don't think you're going to get that that value out of him i don't think you're going to see nearly the output that you saw last season from tom so well i think you'll have a, an okay or pretty good season yeah i just don't think he's going to be like annihilating it and and don't tell me oh julio jones is is coming in because julio jones was a julio Jones because this guy was no one knew he was on the field last year this guy was virtually impossible or invisible and and he had aj brown on the other side of the field mm. taking up coverage and he went out every fucking week and put up good numbers julio jones you asked jersey jerry what he thinks about julio jones he says he's a He's he, guys just a never never was. I I'm just mm. I just don't want to hear that that's the answer to all their problems. That's my bust player of the year. All right. I, I stand I stand with it and and you know what? I'll take the heat.
1: All right. Listen, I I don't absolutely hate it. I mean, it, I I I, he's still got Leonard Fournette. They found a great uh, connection last year, especially at the end of the season. Still got Mike Evans. I mean, that's more than a lot of teams have, even just those two guys. It's more than Tom Brady had most of his seat, his years in new England. Um, but you're right. I mean, this guy can't play until he's 60. We have to finally see a regression. People have been trying to predict his regression for the last 10 years. And it still hasn't happened. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I don't love it, but I don't hate it either. I, All right. And this Todd Bowles, I got to say, if this guy comes in and tries to mess with Tom Brady anyway, any any coach worth his salt lets Tom Brady do whatever the fuck he wants to do, at least in the first five games of the season. If you see him really suck it, then maybe you have to change. But um, I I was also never a believer in – I thought Arians is a good coach, but I thought he got way too much credit. So I don't he see He had that a bunch he, of good
0: years with Arizona.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just never liked him. Maybe it was the way he looked. Maybe I'm being biased because I just thought he looked like a sea bass. But all right, let's move on. (laughs) Let's move on to our. What? (laughs) He looks like a big red snapper fish.
0: All right. Poor
1: Um,
0: what What's this? See so the guy's got health issues. You can't can't be too
1: mean. Oh, he does. I forgot. I take it all back. <laughs> I wish I wish this is the version that wasn't like a healthy sea bass, folks. Oh my god. Um, not all a good right. List. Moving on to the sleeper. Let's keep yeah, the sleeper. Going. Let's keep it going. I'm sweating my balls off. Let's go on to the sleeper pick. Okay. And I think anyone who's been listening to me since this show started or knows me at all, knows exactly what my sleeper pick's gonna be. It was always Trevor Lawrence, okay? Jeez, here we go again. This guy is one I heard it once. I thought you might change it, but you're back with it again. This guy is one talented young whippersnapper. I'm a big believer in Trevor Lawrence. I was never – I didn't watch him too much at Clemson, but once he came into the league, I, I was a big fan of his. And he's got just one of the best wide receiver cores, in my opinion, in the league, Marvin Jones Jr., Brimming with talent. Never reaches potential. But Trevor Lawrence is going to be the guy to get him there. Zay Jones, they just brought in your Zay guy. Zay Jones stinks. <laughs> he's stunk with Buffalo. I he think stunk he's stunk
0: with he's, Oakland. And he's going to stink with Jacksonville.
1: I think Zay Jones is going to be quite the competitor of the show. Oh, God. And uh, your guy, Christian Kirk. I mean, and, I won't say anything bad about Christian. And on the last episode that was not recorded, I brought up Laquan Treadwell. I will not do that this that year. That is...
0: Grasping.
1: I will not do that this time, but they and and James Robinson, who is a top five running back in the league. Don't I forget and
0: this guy. He didn't play. And Etienne, yes, last the year. guy,
1: the kid from LSU, I believe. Yes. Um. And and not to mention, they really, genuinely, they they spent like a billion dollars on their O line this year. I mean, last year it was one of the absolute worst, and this year they should be at least middle of the road, probably one of the be- the better O lines. So I mean I mean he's he's surrounded by talent now and I think I mean if I'm wrong it's going to be all on his shoulders cuz he's he's got some talent now and he's got you're a all coach. in on this
0: guy, by the way. This is this is you. You're all in on Trevor Lawrence. We are going to be watching very closely the first several weeks of the NFL season to see what this kid does.
1: Always have been. Always will be. Keep my chips close to <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. And they've got new Super Bowl winning head coach uh peterson oh don't in. give me that you Eagle talked so much shit coach. on this
0: guy for the last several years now you're gonna make him sound like he's some darling coach who's gonna be turning the systems around
1: well when you put him next to urban meyer i mean this guy does look like fucking uh, lombardi i mean this guy looks like an absolute stud next to that guy but who wouldn't i mean you could put me and i'd do a better job this guy's a fucking joke um, but that's my sleeper. <laughs> I love Trevor Lawrence, and I, I I said it last week that I think he's going to be a top ten fantasy points guy. Oh, and
0: what do we do? By the way, tell tell ticket tell the people we went when before we went to Dallas, we were in the LAX airport, and I went. and bought a fantasy football magazine, and we went through at least I think it was five different NFL fantasy football experts and their rankings from top to bottom, best quarterbacks of the league, and we did not find <laughs> one. One expert, at least I'd say at least out of five, you could give me that, um, who had him ranked 15 or better. It was 17, it was 18, it was 19. Everybody
1: knows these guys are frauds, man. I mean, these guys do know. What are we then? These are guys who are doing it for their job. (laughs) They're too on a whim. They're too close. They gotta zoom out, cutsy. I mean, you gotta look at the potential on this young man. Trevor Lawrence, uh, he's got a long career in this league. And if you want to bring up his rookie season, there's another guy who you might know as Peyton Manning, who had an atrocious... Do not even even whisper
0: those two names in the same breath. That is sacrilegious. That's blasphemy.
1: It's worth bringing up. Worth
0: I, I will say this. I think he has the opportunity to to, to 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 do better than last year. Cause if we're looking at the litmus test, last year was he was garbage. Yeah, um,
1: yeah no argument. He
0: was throw he was. I mean, it's it's a faster paced game. It's it's hard, man. Like this guy came from a very good team when he was in college to playing with a very, very shitty team. And when you have to make split decisions in the NFL as opposed to college, it's night and day difference. And we well, saw when you he got threw a lot Meyer of picks, made a lot of bad decisions.
1: Well, your split decisions are even more split when you got fucking the worst O-line in the league. So he's going to have a little more help. That's why I said it. If he doesn't do well this year, I mean, it's all on his shoulders. Because remember that game last when year Meyer, he had every excuse. He's got weight. He doesn't have any excuses this year.
0: Remember that game when when they were on, like, the half-yard line? They tried four times to run it in, and Meyer wouldn't let him do a QB sneak once.
1: This guy's a clown, bro.
0: And, and Trevor Lawrence was, like, trying to talk in the post game, Like, he was, like, trying to be, like nice about it but he was like bro give me one like basically like give me one chance to sneak it in and like, then
1: Urban he- was like yeah I don't, I don't didn't he say something like I don't trust him yet to do yeah,
0: that yeah it, like, it was bad it was bad anyways I, I I will say listen at this point where we are with things you need to take full ownership of this player this is your guy yeah, sure. and I will say you know one way or another if he comes out and he torches the league I will be the first to tip my cap to you and say on the to the 400 faithful Ticket has called this since the get-go. Trevor Lawrence was his guy. With very um,
1: little support. Very little. I mean, it's if not, though,
0: I'm, I'm definitely going to let you hear it. And now it's, I, it's my turn. And I'm going to do something similar. I am going to hitch my wagon to a player. And I'm about to go all in on this young man. And that young man is Trey Lance. And I just really, truly believe that this guy is in the position where he can really excel. Um, You look at I mean, aside from, you know, the Rams are obviously going to be really hard. They're going to be really, really hard to contend with. That defense is unbelievable. But the Seahawks defense is basically non-existent now. Yeah they, compared to where they were they're Arizona's defense Arizona's defense is basically, you know, hit or miss, they're not that solid. Um I just think you give this young guy one year to develop like they did and now Garoppolo's out of the picture and you give him one of the best most consistent talented offensive minded coaches in Shanahan, I think this guy's set up for success. I talked about him last year. Last week I said he's got a top end running back in Elijah Mitchell he's got arguably the best tight end in the league in George Kittle the guy is like yeah. unstoppable Debo Samuel now just signed a massive deal last week he is a lack and he is all in Brandon Ayuk is also another good, very very good, good fucking receiver and a guy who can can provide offense so this guy has talent all around him not only that he is a guy who I truly believe just I just believe he's in the environment where he's going to be given the rock and trust. And I think he's going to do big things. He can run, he can throw. Um, I am hitching my wagon to Trey Lance heavily this year. And I kind of want to do a follow-up by mid season and see where Trey Lance is, as opposed to Trevor Lawrence.
1: Yeah, It's interesting that both our sleepers are, are these quarterbacks who are drafted in the same class. I think we should, I think we absolutely
0: should. I would like to even make a little, maybe a little fun wager. Okay. And see by by halfway through the season, who has who who is considerably the better pick of the two. Um and then we can kind of go from there, we could kind of double down for the rest of the season and see if we want to continue it. If there's one guy, like say if Trevor goes bananas and Trey Lance is really struggling, then we can say, okay, that's it. If they're neck and neck, we can go, (coughs) (coughs) excuse me, we can continue that on. Or if it's like what you really believe your guy's going to have a good second half of the season, you can as well. But I think it would be fun and something that we could monitor with the sportsmen and the foreign faithful throughout the year.
1: Now, do we do that stupid thing that Skip and Shannon do and bet, bet a case of Mountain Dew? Or do we put some money on the line? Put some hard cash. I got cojones. I got balls. I don't need Mountain
0: Dew. Um, yeah, no, I'd say, you know, well, friendly bet. 50 bucks.
1: Oh, I was gonna say a hundred. Let's do a hundred. All right, hundred bucks.
0: That's we'll fine. do a hundred bucks hundred bucks by week nine, because there's eighteen weeks in the season. So by week nine, we look back and how are we doing it based off? Are we gonna do touchdown to interception ratio? Are I think we, we do fantasy, fantasy
1: points? points. Let's do fantasy points because <coughs> we're talking, points. we're talking fantasy. Here,
0: okay, folks. okay, that's fine. That that's we'll fine. Fantasy points, fantasy points. By week nine, we come back and we I'm look. I'm gonna at the be seven. so
1: pissed if he has more touchdowns but less fantasy points. Well, you, uh, you thought, well, I, you know, said I that. know, I said it
0: because you know what, you get minus two for every interception thrown there, tick.
1: I, minus true.
0: two, and That's he true. threw
1: a lot of them last year. A lot, yeah, he did a lot. Um, yeah, so, but I'll say for your pick though, just to briefly say Trey Lance, I don't hate it, I don't love it. I think I said that about something, a lot of you, Tom Brady, too. But I got to say, man, I mean, as much as I was talking about the, the talent around Trevor Lawrence, I mean, oh. the talent around this young man is it, it's it's phenomenal. And I I think Kyle Shanahan's one of the best coaches in the league and the, one of the most creative, which is what he's going to need with a young quarterback. So I actually yeah, I talked myself into it. I actually really like that. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I I don't like it more than I'm being
0: honest. He could, he could flop. It's going to be his essentially his first season, but yeah, I am of, I am of the nature that if you have a rookie who's a high drafted quarterback, like Trevor was obviously number one overall, like Trey Lance was, if you see the progression and you look at Patrick Mahomes is a perfect example, right? He did not play in his rookie season. Essentially. He did not play. He came back the next year and was a man possessed. He had a little maturity. He had enough practice. He had some expertise, and he had learned the playbook, and he felt comfortable in the system, and he thrived. And I think it's very similar for Trey Lance. I think it would have been detrimental for him last year to come out right out of the gates and jump into it. He did not. He's had time to learn the system, time to get incorporated as their guy, and they are going to really put him – and put their trust in him in this system. I think he's in a very
1: good position where he can just have a big time season. <laughs> Listen, I like the pick. I, I really do. I, I I don't like it as much as Mr. Trevor Lawrence. Okay, and that's
0: and that's where why we're gonna have
1: this little well, wager. I, I, I and like, I would I like...
0: like to, by the way, for the four hundred faithful, I'd like to re, re 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 relive this every maybe two three weeks and see where we stand yeah Keep people up to speed and and i think it could be
1: fun to watch and monitor throughout the season maybe you know what'd be interesting is maybe we do a hundred <laughs> bucks for the uh for week nine and we'll, we'll reassess there but maybe each week we could do like 20 bucks or 10 bucks <laughs> let's take it easy here you think so it's 10, well, 10
0: bucks. bucks 10 bucks in nine weeks is 90 bucks yeah you're no right You i'm just doing a hundred
1: dollars tick. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, I just thought like it would be a good way to re-talk about, like, talk about it each week. Kind of really fu- Lawrence. Watch 2022. Oh, God. <laughs> well, All right, listen, well- it's it is exciting
0: for me that football's stay put, folks. It's almost here. We're almost ready. It's it's coming. It really, really, it's coming. And it's 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 coming. And seeing the the, the game this week was really just so uplifting to me because if I have to watch another just day filled with baseball i am going to lose my shit
1: man i just cannot continue to do that um yeah i think for the sake of your pocketbook too i think baseball's got we gotta find something else i'm about to start suggesting russian basketball to you because oh my god but but
0: i don't know i baseball's fun it's just it's not the same but give me the playoffs give me baseball playoffs
1: All right. Well, I can feel we're starting to wrap this thing up as we should. We've been on the mic for a long time. And this is uh, this is my fault for a shorter episode, folks. But I want (laughs) to say that, hey, there's only 400 of you. So I am the producer, the director and one of the talent on the show. And uh, I got a lot of hats to wear and I'm delirious and I'm hungry and I apologize. And I would also like to say that. I didn't forget to hit the record button once all weekend for Bob Does Sports. No, so. you did a great
0: job, Tick. You've been absolutely fantastic <laughs> for the team and been a great new addition with what we have going on. We got a lot of traveling going on. And listen, we are going to continue to try to put out an episode every week. We're not going to miss um, like we did before. You know, that's definitely not what eights. we want. That but it was 2 3 weeks it was really bad <laughs> yeah. i mean but that being said is like listen you know i was in i was in europe there was a lot going on yeah. um we're going to keep this thing rolling because we love doing this and you know and Right now, to be completely honest, has not been the easiest time to talk sports, but we're going to keep pushing out episodes. We're going to keep doing it. We love the feedback. I love getting DMs about the 400 Faithful. It's like a band of brothers. So if you listen to the show, you enjoy it, you want us to talk about something maybe or bring something up that, you know, would interest you you are an essential part of this show. You are one of 400 and we say 400 might be more, might be less, who knows, but you are important. You matter. So we want to hear what you like to hear. We want to hear what you want us to discuss. And we truly appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to us each and every single week. Ticket, anything else you'd like to say before we wrap up?
1: Yeah. Keep reaching out, man, because we, we, I love those. And I know you do too. I love those DMS about the sports. Man, I it's send awesome. every it's single special.
0: DM I get, I send it in. I send,
1: screenshot yeah, so it keep... and i send
0: it in a text message to ticket and it's yeah. like he's injecting adrenaline in his veins <laughs> yeah, it's Just, it's it's an absolute rush out of it <laughs> so dm me more importantly dm the ticket and keep yeah. listening folks we truly appreciate you subscribe to our channel tell your friends about it we want to grow this movement and
1: yeah man well that is another episode of the sportsman that is joey Coldcuts. I am the big ticket. We are the sportsmen coming to you every week now. We won't miss another one. Um, Till next week, folks.